And I'm dreaming of a woke Christmas. Nothing like the ones I used to know. Where there's no tradition and Santa transitions and all white people have to go. <laughs> That's all I got for you guys. Today we're going to be talking about dreaming of a woke Christmas because apparently we're getting one whether or not we like it or not. Let's get into it. Hello, hello, and welcome to Unapologetic Live. I'm your host, Amla Epinobi. We got Scott in the Producers Bay. Hello. And we have Taylor at home in Nashville. There he is. <laughs> at home, it sounds way less yeah, exciting. because he's lazy. He's lazy. He's just sitting at home uh, streaming with us today. Guys, we're going to be talking about the prospect of having a woke Christmas come to you. Christmas is only but a few days away. One of my favorite holidays. Let me know what your favorite holiday is down below in the chat. Scott and Taylor, is Christmas one of your favorite holidays? Is it your favorite? Personally, yes. This is, I this mean, is it has to be the favorite holiday. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Halloween is up there for me as well, but you really have to pick Christmas. I would okay. say on top of Christmas, Fourth of July. You know, summertime. Really? Yeah, summertime, wintertime. Those are the two for me. Wow. Very rarely do we hear somebody say Fourth of July is their favorite holiday. Yeah. Man, I love I love hot dogs and burgers. You're what can so, I say? You're so unique, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I I've always loved Christmas. I I can't think of somebody who doesn't love Christmas for the most part. Um, but now we might be getting a different form of Christmas. Christmas to me was always me hanging out at my grandma's house with the rest of my family. We'd stay the night there on Christmas Eve, wake up in the morning and, you know, run to the tree where all the presents had been magically left there by who knows who. Uh, of course, I was a Santa stan, a, sta a Santa believer for much of my young life. Uh, when did you guys stop believing in Santa, Taylor? I never believed in Santa. My really? parents were like, <gasps> not didn't really teach us anything about that. My grandma uh, tried to slide it in there, but yeah, we never really believed in your it. Your parents were legit like, Taylor, there's no Santa. <laughs> they they were just like, never like, ooh, Santa's coming or anything like that. I don't know. Oh, okay. So you, oh, Scott? man. I lasted until about like maybe 10 years old, probably. And then I was like, I don't think this makes a whole lot of sense but I, it kind of does i hope there's no like five-year-olds watching this yeah, right no, that's now. why i tried to save it though. <laughs> um yeah no he's totally real and he totally does visit once a year to drop off your presents everywhere but guys you might be getting a less traditional santa this year here's an article out of cnn talking about a new show coming out from hbo called santa camp where it's essentially a camp you go to to train to be the Santa for your community. And this camp is emphasizing a future of inclusivity and expression of different identities as Santa Claus. This article out of CNN says, Santa Claus has traditionally been portrayed as a jolly white guy. But we're having a new push for diversity in the Santa industry that has accelerated in recent years. In some parts of U.S., the traditional definition of Santa as a straight white guy who heads out to work while Mrs. Claus stays at home and baking cookies just won't fly anymore. Just as there's been a campaign to include more characters of color and LGBTQ characters in comic books and fantasy television series, there's also been a drive to broaden traditional representations of Santa. These efforts include a Tex-Mex Santa called Poncho Claus... <laughs> 
Asian Santas, a, quote, sensory Santa, end quote, for kids with special needs, and a recent ad depicting Santa Claus in a gay relationship. Uh, so we can all feel represented in Santa. <laughs> okay, how is Poncho Claus less racist to have a, a, a Latino-inclusive Santa, and you call him Poncho Claus, like that's the best you can do to, to minimize racism? You know... That, I don't know. I, that is really, it's like Taco Claus. <laughs> that's like really bad. Chalupa Claus. Chalupa Claus. You know, that's rough. I just, you know, I get it. Okay, here, here's the extent to which I understand this. My grandmother is an avid collector of Santa Clauses. So every year her entire house is decked out in every single Santa Claus uh, ornament, statue, Think plush toy that you can find. And the extent to which our, her Santa collection is diverse is that she has white and black Santas. That's about it. And probably a, a couple skinny Santas in there, which is different. Um, but other than that, I've never n known that there was a call for representation among Santa Clauses. Yeah, I, I had no idea either. But also, to, your grandma is a fan of Santa. Let's hope that she doesn't follow the song lyrics and grandma got run over by the reindeer. Like, let's, let's keep her away from that. Let's keep her uh, alive. Reindeer, yeah. <laughs> let's keep my grandma. Let's keep my grandma alive and well. Uh, let's watch a few of these heartwarming Christmas adverts that point to a future for a new type of Santa Claus. Now, this one's a year old. And this one is a heartwarming Christmas advert featuring Santa getting a boyfriend, which has gone viral. And I believe this is a Norwegian postal service ad. So we're going to watch part of this uh, and probably skip most of it because a lot of it is not in English. So I'll explain to you what's happened for most of this advert when we get to the point we need to get to. All right. So they essentially show this guy's life and he's hanging with his family and every single year Santa Claus comes to his house and every single year Santa's like, I can't wait for next year. I can't wait for next year. I can't wait for next year. And you don't really know what's going on. Also, the Santa in this ad is skinny. So we're getting some skinny representation for the Santas in this. But every year he says, I can't wait for next year. I can't wait for next year. I can't wait for next year. And it eventually leads to this moment. He gets some packages delivered from the postal service, and he's like, what is this? And Santa's in his house. He's arranged some help so he can be with him this year. Now these two guys are looking at each other. It's feeling really romantic. <laughs> um, here we go. And here we go. Uh, this is an awkwardly long staring, and boom! It's like Michael there. Scott Oscar vibes. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, and they continue to kiss for virtually the rest uh -huh. of this advert, um, which is just interesting. First of all, I hope Santa Claus does not have a Mrs. Claus in this story arc, and <laughs> <in> that. <laughs> Plot this twist. Is, this is a monogamous relationship that they have going on here. But other than that, why? Why? Just why? Why is my anybody have an answer? <sighs> Lord knows I don't. No one's asking for this. This is the same energy as uh, 
the like when we see these Hollywood companies, uh, these producers, writers take these, you know, famous intellectual properties from Disney or whatever, and then infuse all their woke propaganda into them. This is the same energy, but but we have a postal service for a whole country in Norway uh, doing that to an to an entire holiday and infusing their their messaging about what you know this one lifestyle that they they're choosing to push like what is post messaging and gayness where's the overlap there uh but for some reason they just felt the need to broadcast to the entire country that hey we we want santa to be gay uh, as the post office and it's like what are we even doing here it's just virtue signaling like i can't and it's so strange to me that you would choose to virtue signal in this light because one who has ever wondered about like santa's sexuality and having an expression of santa on this sexual spectrum maybe there are people who have if you have ever worried about that please send me a message and and tell me why because i'm i'm overwhelmingly curious as to why you would be wondering about something like that and then two Like, how many people are you swaying with an ad that features Santa doing, like, a gay makeout scene? I'm just not not sure what exactly your target audience is for that and whether or not the target audience is truly big enough for you to have a whole shift in marketing like this. It just does not make sense to me. Yeah, this kind of reminds me of the um, the Bros movie that came out recently and how, you know, they they came out or the creator of the of the movie itself came out and was essentially just like bad-mouthing anybody who didn't come and essentially called them a homophobe or anything along those lines. Um, but it, it, the question is, again, to your point, is like, who is this for? Yeah. What is the audience? Like, you know that it is a small amount of people, uh, you know, at large who who may be into this. Um, mm-hmm. And it's just like you're shooting yourself in the foot uh, while trying to ram this idea and ideology or or way of life down somebody's throat. And I don't know. This just this just seems a little uh, seedy. Right. For the most part, everybody loves Santa and everybody loves a good Christmas ad. I don't know why you need to inject a sexuality narrative into it in a into a space that was really like so unconcerned with representation in the first place. Santa Claus has always been Santa Claus. Now we can talk about different forms of Santa Clauses, like a black Santa Claus, a disabled Santa Claus, which we are going to get into that discussion, believe it or not. And to that I say really don't care. But as far as sexuality is concerned, why is it so pivotal and important to show Santa Claus in a relationship with another man? And it's simply just not it's not part of the storyline. I'm sorry. You're rewriting the storyline. Santa Claus has Mrs. Claus, and they're chilling up in the North Pole, as far as I'm concerned. Hey, what, what do you guys, what do you, both of you think here? Like, there are a bunch of renditions of Santa Claus out there, obviously. Um, but recently, yeah. there have also been these movies that have come out, one with Mel Gibson, one with the guy from Stranger Things now, where it's mm-hmm. depicting, like, a very violent and aggressive Santa. Like, is there something, like, you're, you're kind of, there's a warping of the traditional idea of Santa here on, on the left. And then there's almost a warping on the right. Or do you guys have any thoughts as to how those two may be connected? I've never even thought about that. Have you thought about that Taylor? No. uh, And look, I mean, like you said before, uh, like if you're, if you're making an action movie and you want to put Santa as an action hero, that's fine. Cause the setting is, is an action movie. You're not trying to like completely redefine Santa for the entire world. You're just kind of, Hey, here's a little creative spin on it. But when like something that's supposed to be neutral in this case, like a post office is all of a sudden saying Santa needs to be gay for everybody. It's like, okay, we're not talking about Santa being depicted as gay in a gay bar or like a gay magazine doing that or something that's, you know, more appropriate or it makes sense. You know, you're, you're representing Santa in a way that he means to you that works for you. But, uh, 
for you to be like a neutral or platform for everyone. And then you're redefining it for the whole world and then just pushing that down their throat. And really what like you're again, you're you're the freaking post office. Like, wh- who are you to be stepping in and saying, I'm going to redefine Santa for everybody? It's like very, very unnecessary. So I, I don't necessarily get that that same uh, vibe from like the the santa movies and stuff um unless you know sometimes you i think you can tell when they do have an ideological bent and they're trying to prove a point like that Mm -hmm. and that is off-putting so kind of in the middle on that yeah it's just so funny to even think about it's like so funny to have such an in-depth conversation about (laughs) santa but it truly is an, an injection of ideology into every single thing that we take in as a society and every single thing that has remained traditional up until this point now before we move on to watching the trailer for santa camp which is that hbo documentary that i told you about earlier i didn't want to let you guys know that if you are uh, looking to donate to prager you this christmas it is going to be triple match meaning all of your donations will be matched triple ten dollars becomes 30 20 becomes 60 so on and so forth up until christmas day and up until the point of two million dollars so we have a generous donor who's willing to triple match that for you guys so if you want to support the content that we're making here and the work that we're doing please consider going to donate.prageru.com now on to santa camp and this idea that santa needs more representation which i will say i'm sympathetic to if you are growing up in say like an all-black neighborhood who's going to be your santa and then are you going to be like, this guy doesn't look like Santa, therefore Santa's not real anymore, whatever whatever the case may be. I think there's room for representation among Santa clauses. I don't know that it's something that needs to, that we need to be hell-bent on achieving, uh, you know, uh, and, and dedicate a whole camp to. But somebody has done exactly that, which is within their right. Let's watch this trailer. <laughs> I say Santa, you say Claus. Santa! Claus! Santa! Claus! (laughs) The New England Santa Society created a school called Santa Camp. It's starting to become more visible, and we're starting to do much more promotion of it. First of all, it's actually so adorable that people come together at some point every single year to train to be Santa Claus. And I think that's hilarious and cute. (laughs) The issue we run into is that people just have a very specific idea of what Santa should look like. So, we have a lot of new Santas. I want to be able to be Black Santa for other families. I'm going to be going up to New Hampshire to learn all the ins and outs of being Santa. Oh, it's definitely going to be strange experience. <laughs> Levi is transgender. Oh, 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 Santa Levi, a.k.a. Trans Santa here. Trans Santa here. You know what? I, Based on looking at that, I probably would not have been able to tell that was a trans Santa. Would you guys have been able to tell? Would he's you passing. Santa passing. He's, pa- he's passing. Except for it says trans Santa as the, the Instagram handle. And it says queer all year, baby. Heck yeah. yeah. That's pretty telling. And I don't know. The, the beard is a little weaker than, than most Santas that I'm used to or accustomed to seeing. <laughs> need to need to fluff up the beard a little bit, sir. Santa Levi, a.k.a. trans Santa here. Oh, they're all white. I am excited for Santa Camp. There you go, Santa Fan. This is the type of people that I live around. All of a sudden, we got... Confederates! 
gosh. That took a turn. That did take a turn really quickly. It was like, we're all Santa and we are we are all training. And it's like Confederate flag. <laughs> they don't want a black Santa. Has to have some drama. Yeah, I'm I'm curious if we get protests. Is there gonna be protests of the of the black Santa? This would be fascinating. Got a problem with black Santa. Have you always seen Santa as being white? Yes. I wish there was like a variety of Santas that come in any different state and form, you know? I have never been asked by a child, how come Santa isn't black like me? Kids don't see color. Exactly. That's a, you've never, a, a child has never walked up and been like, Santa, why are you white? I mean, I can't speak to a fact that that's never happened, but I would imagine most children are not concerned with the fact that Santa does not look like them because most children within a span of probably five to 10 years are gonna find out Santa's not real. <laughs> They're gonna find out that he does not exist. Um, which will be far more heartbreaking than the fact that the not real man's skin is not black, in my opinion. I don't know how much, and, and again, the, the question becomes, why? Like, why is it wrong for this character of Santa to be a white man? Why is it wrong that Ariel be a, a white girl? And that's the way that people know the character. That's the way that people are accustomed to the character. And that's the way, for the most part, that the character is going to be portrayed into the future. Is there anything inherently wrong with that? In my opinion, no. Uh, so I don't know that there's this distinct need to go and change the lifestyle or the skin color of Santa, but if you happen to be in, in, in a community that is predominantly black or Hispanic or whatever or Asian and that's all you have to play Santa, then yeah, let him let him be Santa. I'm Dr. Claus. Like, Mama, I am you haven't not been the awakened to the injustice of the oppressive nature of the white centered history of Santa. And so oh, no. you, you, Christmas is not about Christmas and holiday cheer. It's now about activism and dismantling the whiteness of Christmas. It's no longer a white Christmas. And we need to teach kids critical Santa theory uh, so that they see race with regard to Santa and inject that into their understanding of Christmas. So not, obviously you're just not getting this here. Wow, not CST, critical Santa theory. <laughs> check your check your kids Christmas presents for CST. <laughs> Let me ask how about How long pay? until Disney comes out with a, a movie where it's no longer about spreading the Christmas spirit but it's about spreading critical Santa theory? Oh gosh. Best way to spread Christmas Santa theory singing loud for all to hear coming out in all theaters on December 25th. You guys just wait and see you guys just wait and see Santa is 75 cents and Mrs. Claus you can add her in for a quarter The doctor said he'd never walk and talk. I want to show everyone that I am the real Santa Just dream Yeah, let him, let him be Santa getting emails phone calls typical hate messages you sit on a throne of lies. Leave Santa alone. Leave our children alone. This is not a church of Christ. Satan lives here. <laughs> That's what the sign says. You And isn't you sit on a throne of lies? Isn't that from Elf? Straight from Elf. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Guys, now... You know, I've I've said this like cheese. <laughs> I've said this time and time again, right? If you are a left-leaning or a right-leaning protester at any sort of event 
and your sign has any form of joke on it or play on words, I am not taking you or your protest seriously. If you don't take what you're talking about seriously enough to make a real sign or a real statement about why you have genuine concern, I'm sorry. I don't take you serious and neither you don't take yourself serious. So how seriously do I take this photo or this video of this lady with a sign that says you sit on a throne of lies? Not very serious at all. Uh, now, is this OK? I don't know. I don't know exactly what she's protesting, uh, but yeah, it's pretty stupid, pretty dumb. This church is infected. This is a ploy to steal, kill, and destroy somebody's identity. We don't know if they so have serious. weapons. Yeah, kind of scary. It doesn't matter. God created no junk. Whether they're gay, white, Jewish, black, just doesn't matter. I needed to channel the anger into something that wasn't negative. Hey! No, it's okay. <laughs> I am not the warm-up act for Santa. Now it's my turn. People need Damn. to see themselves in role models. See, now, come on. You can be Santa now, but do I need the trans LGBT flag on your apron? No, I don't need that. I'm fine, for the most part, with anybody being the Santa in any given community, so long as that's simply all that you are. If you want to approach the role from a neutral perspective and sit down with kids and ask them what they want for Christmas, whatever, do your thing. But if it's going to become a thing where you're like Santa, but Black Lives Matter is on your your Santa costume or your Mrs. Claus, but you have a trans flag that's on your 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 arm or something like that. No, what? it's not necessary. It's really not necessary. You should be wanting to have a good, normal Christmas-based message for any kid that comes by to see you and tell you what they want or whatever the case may be. You don't need political messaging. And that's the, the sad part about all this is that so much of this is just entrenched in political mes messaging for something that really shouldn't be at all. It's just Christmas, guys. Like, leave it be. Right, and this is what these activist types always do is... is use every tool at their disposal to try to radically redefine something. And it's Christmas is no longer about Christmas. It's about uh, all of these social justice initiatives and, and dynamics. And if the bad people, you see how they're framing it as people who just want to preserve tradition and, and celebrate Christmas for what it's always been. They're the problematic ones. They're not. And it's, it's you're you're the bad person not being on board with this new thing that we're trying to do. Yeah. And it's it's you see the same logic at play with with left these far left activist types uh, in general. So we're redefining words. We're redefining what a woman is. We're now using neo pronouns. And if you if you don't get on board with this new uh, way of doing things, you're you're the bigoted one. If you want to hold on to the tradition of Western civilization or the English language, then, oh, you're 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 immediately bigoted and, and they don't leave room for uh, tradition of any kind. Yeah, nothing. There's, yeah, it's just, let, let's finish this. Master, dancer, prancer, vixen. Santa Claus is just an idea. I'll try one somebody who looks like them. What's the problem? If I saw a trans Santa when I was a kid, it would have made a difference for you. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. It's Santa. Okay, well, first, we had somebody say that kids don't see color, so they don't care what Santa looks like. And then we have somebody say kids would love to see a Santa who represents them. And then we have this trans person saying, if I saw a trans person as Santa, 
it would have I don't changed your life in some way, shape, or form. And that's not to uh, talk about their feelings and invalidate their feelings surrounding that. But if your happiness and the the pathway of your life is contingent upon who plays Santa at your local mall, we have a problem. <laughs> we have a problem. If you thinking about a trans Santa and being able to see that as a kid brings you to the precipice of tears or sobbing, maybe our teaching as a child was not a strong foundation to build a strong adult. And this is the conversation that we constantly get into when it comes in when it comes into uh, to a representation conversation. Sure. Is it fun to see a Disney princess or Santa or any sort of character and go, that person kind of looks like me. That's cool. That might be what I end up looking like as an adult. Awesome. Yeah, there's an element of cuteness and fun uh, to that. But is it something that everybody deserves in, in their life? So we're being told now that people deserve representation in their characters. They deserve to see themselves on the news. They deserve to see themselves in movies and TV and in Santa Claus. No, not necessarily. And if that's shaping your worldview... And even more so, if it's shaping what you think you're capable of as an individual, then we're in a really, really deep problem with what you've been taught. Because you should be able to envision a path for yourself, unlike any other path, without having to see somebody else do it before you. And that's okay. It's okay to not see yourself in everything and everyone. I hope that makes sense. Yeah, and I, I just wanted to add, like, I, I feel as though it's, to your point, is it is it wrong to have necessarily a different looking Santa, um, depending on the community. No, because ultimately what they're doing is they're embodying the, uh, the spirit and the character sure. and, and the, the heart of what Christmas as Taylor was talking about is. Um, but yeah, when you make it about the messaging first and foremost, before yeah. the character, um, though that's what kids should want to emulate the, the character and the kernel and the nuggets of, of truth within um, the spirit and the character itself, right? Not the, not the, uh, just because the skin color looks the same. Yeah, it's like when you have these leftists talking about acting today, where they say no, no straight people should be able to play a gay character, or no, uh, no non mentally challenged people should be able to play a mentally challenged character. All these different things that they're they're saying out into the world. Then what's the point of acting? Who's an actor at any point now if we're all just going to be playing ourselves and being ourselves? So if you are going to take on the role of being Santa for your community or being an actor in a movie or being somebody who's representing, you know, a black Ariel or whatever, you better be assuming the character and taking on that rather than allowing it to become an extension of yourself and your own ideology as you move forward. It just does not work for me. Now, we have one more Christmas advert to uh, watch and this one is titled she it's from a company called j and b whiskey and it has been titled the most inclusive ad ever made that's what people are calling this the most inclusive ad ever made so let's watch it i believe this is in uh another language i'll have to 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 look and see maybe taylor our resident polyglot will actually recognize the language as we're watching it but this is from uh, j and b whiskey let's see the ad Okay, we have a grandfather and he's grabbing some lipstick. 
locking himself in the bathroom. Just putting it on. Maybe the face I can't forget. A trace of pleasure or regret. Maybe my treasure or the price I have to pay. She may be the song that summer sings. Okay, he's buying more makeup. Maybe the chill that autumn brings. Maybe a hundred this lady's like, why? Within the measure of a day. Okay, he's putting on eyeshadow. Oh, he's getting better. Them, them lips are lined. He's looking at some makeup posters. He's just getting for another day, getting ready for another day in clown world, just like the rest of us. Yeah. So I do feel included. <laughs> I guess so. A smile reflected in a stream. She may not be what she may Okay, he's taking it off. Hiding the makeup. Where's this going? Beautiful song. Okay, he's putting on makeup. Oh, and you can tell. Oh, he slayed. I will say, he slayed the makeup this time. He is clearly uh, gaining skill in in this uh, in this field. gathered. We have a very feminine looking boy. Oh, here we go. Grandpa's doing his makeup. That's why he was practicing. Okay. And the big reveal to the family. And they're all looking. And he cries. A single tear. Hmm. The magic is also in us. Not just in Christmas, the holiday. And that is... Uh, ladies and gentlemen, the most inclusive ad ever made, which I will say, even if you were a leftist, is not necessarily the most inclusive ad I've ever seen. This is a bunch of white people, uh, and only one of them's trans. Uh, so I don't know about the most inclusive ad. As far as inclusivity, I give that like a two out of two out of ten stars. We only had one uh, identity group represented, and and that was just trans transgender. I'm assuming. Well, we had the elderly, so oh, able-bodied, oh. yeah, able-bodied. But they're uh, but they're all able-bodied, so um, taking points off for that. Not a single person of color, uh, so taking off points for that. That was a two out of ten on the diversity scale. Yeah, yeah, probably two and a half <laughs> on my scale. What two do you and think, a half, Taylor? Taylor. Oh yeah, I mean, you can't give him more than a three if you're only going <laughs> to represent one dimension: sexuality, not race or able-bodiedness. No one was fat that I saw in there, so I mean, just. Try do better, guys. Do the work, please. Uh, someone said in the comments, "What was that? Ad? What was that an ad for?" And exactly. <laughs> I don't think I saw a whiskey bottle that entire 
advertisement. That is so funny. Wait, let, let's let me play the letter S and see if they if they're clinking whiskey right now in these cups. Oh, there it is. There it is. The dad who cried because of how beautiful his son is is drinking J and B whiskey. It would, made, so it would have made so much more sense for it to be a makeup commercial, you know, a yes. product. Yeah. Ulta Beauty or something. Often we have to tell these people what makes more sense. But <laughs> um, here we are. And this was a whiskey ad, which is so funny because I believe uh, Michael Knowles does a segment where like he reacts to woke commercials and he tries to figure out what the product is for, uh, is for the commercials. And he's like 90% of the time wrong about what product they're actually trying to sell you, which is Think about how crazy that is, guys. That really we talk about companies doing this for the sake of profit. How are you able to make profit off of this if you're not even really insinuating what the product is that you're trying to sell? It's purely virtue-based points. It's no longer about the quality of your product, how you produce it, how it's made, what feeling it gives people, uh, how much better off they'll be having bought your product and placing it in their household. It is virtually just an ad that says, you should feel this way. If you don't feel this way, get it together. Also, J&B Whiskey as a company feels this way. That's all they're saying. <laughs> it's a political advert. Yeah, it's, it is. It's virtue signal. It's not, it's not made like the target demographic is not trans people to be the the. the drink a choice for trans people. The target demographic is people who are going to be happy that we made virtue signaling about woke political causes a priority and put that in our ad as a national brand and try to beat our whole country into oh, I mean, over the head with with this messaging. And it's not it's the same same energy as uh, the movie bros that we we criticize because not because you made a gay movie, but you made a gay movie, not for just that seg subsect of the population that wants to see that. But you're claiming it's for everybody. And then you call everyone a homophobe if they don't uh, want to go see your movie. And you, you when you appeal to this tiny demographic of people, then don't expect the masses to uh, want to go on board with this. And you should expect the masses to push back uh, at you promoting ideology because that's exactly what you're doing. Right. I do hope that the kid in this uh, commercial is not meant to be an actual child. Hopefully they're above the age of 18 making these choices. Otherwise, it tells a completely different story of the sort of activities that uh, this grandfather is engaging in. But on its face, I mean, I don't see... A big problem necessarily with putting out the message that grandpa learns to do makeup so that he can do makeup for the kid who likes makeup in his family whatever i mean it doesn't i'm not pressed watching something like that it just seems so unnecessary i think that's what what i keep coming back to in all of the messaging with the the santa uh camp and the the santa kissing a man ad and now this ad from jnb whiskey it just seems so unnecessary and i can't imagine there's a big enough audience to sway with this that this is actually increasing your profit margins on your product uh but it must be because why else would they be engaging in this they don't care about rights they don't care about uh the the very crooks of the political argument that they're making they care about whether or not what they do is going to bring them more money or at least more controversy that brings more eyes to their company it's 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 pretty much as simple as that now in other christmas news before we play our final game for the day which is going to involve your participation in the comments uh we have the fact that gingerbread man is problematic and offensive and now and we have stores selling seasonal gingerbread persons or gingerbread people. 
Uh, so even gendered terminology among gingerbread, meaning cookies that you eat, <laughs> is no longer allowed, guys. It must invade every single space because, you know, if you, if you tell a lie enough times, it will become truth, and it will become truth in every sense of the word. When Merriam-Webster and Cambridge University go and publish a change to the definition of what it means to be a man or what it means to be a woman, what they expect is that that definition will be taught and it will carry on to every single facet of our society in which those words are used. So you better believe that means ginger men too. It's no longer your gingerbread man's house. It's your gingerbread person's house. People in the comments are saying that's also problematic because it's it's appropriating gingers and red-haired people. So they need to find a different word. Oh no, what do we call them? A cookie a cookie bread person? Uh, a cookie person? But then it's not really bread, yeah. is it? A, a cookie person. It's going to be a Christmas not even a Christmas cookie person, a holiday cookie person. Because you can't say Christmas anymore right. either. Also, why does that cookie have all its limbs? Not all people have limbs and they're not, their bodies aren't shaped proportionally. Oh, so no. just all kinds of, again, low, low works, low work score on this. Yeah. Yeah. Another, another two out of 10 on as far as not being able to get the work done, not being able to truly unlearn and relearn and, and really show the process of you doing that. Plus there's not a very big spectrum of colors as far as gingerbread people are concerned. We're getting one shade. We're getting one ethnicity, one race, and I'm going to need them to work on that. I want white to all the way darkity dark black gingerbread people or cookie Well, no, people. white. We don't need any more whiteness. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, yeah, no more white <laughs> ones, actually. I just want a spectrum of people of color, <laughs> and that's it. Uh, <laughs> and lastly, in case you are thinking there's no woke Christmas, a woke London museum is going to change the name of their Christmas exhibit to Winter Festival. <laughs> Ah, it just never stops, man. I just don't know. Like, they, it's honestly they're getting pretty. They're getting pretty creative. Just when I think we're done, there's more. But wait, there's more. If you call now, yeah. Ah, we will ruin everything. First, is, wait, this was the slippery slope that started when Starbucks made their cups for just red. They used to have Christmas decorations on them, and then they turned them red, and everyone lost their minds. And this is the next step down the slippery slope. It's now winter festival instead of Christmas. Which you know. It's starting, the thing is, I think this is what they do. They wear you down in the tedious points of, you know, any given holiday or season or any given subject to where it's like, to where you look stupid for arguing that it should not be a gingerbread person. <laughs> and then people come at you and they're like, really, you're upset that they're calling it a gingerbread person instead of a gingerbread man? But I swear it has larger, broader implications, people. It's more than just a gingerbread person. <laughs> And, I'm not crazy. They're yeah. crazy. And now Media Matters is going to clip this part of our podcast and call me crazy for uh, calling out people who are changing gingerbread person. But let's play their own game, guys. Uh, let's get into this game. I'm dreaming of a woke Christmas. You guys submit your Christmas-themed items, drinks, foods, uh, characters down below in the chat. And we are going to try to find a way to make them offensive. I've got three or four on my slideshow already, but I want to take your submissions from the comments down below. Let's look. First, we have Christmas ornaments. How do we, uh, how do we make this offensive, guys? And you guys can put your answers in the chat down below. I'll be reading. Um, Christmas ornaments. 
How do we make these offensive? How do we go woke? Um, First off, you made this slideshow yourself. It's very nice. <laughs> I used to, I imported a Google Slides theme, guys. <laughs> I have my tricks well. of the internet. I didn't exactly make this. Um, ornaments are often very colorful. And I think they, they, <laughs> um, they're very colorful and you'll notice they're never at the top of the tree. The, the ornaments are colorful pieces that adorn the lower parts of the tree while at the very top is a crisp white star. Uh, and I think that says a lot about our society today that our colored ornaments can never be at the top of the tree. And at the top of the tree is well, always no. that crisp white star. Uh, so they're racist, canceled. <laughs> Anything well done. you guys? Wow. What have you guys got? I would just say that, uh, that uh, ornaments are usually in very bright colors, red, your reds, your greens, your shiny silvers. Um, and we rarely ever see representation of uh, black and brown ornaments. And I wow. think that is just highly problematic and highly offensive. Wow, very good, Taylor. Somebody said in the comments down below, they're obviously uh, very offensive to colorblind people, which, yep, ableist. Ableist is what we call that, uh, for those of you who are uneducated. Uh, Scott, do you have anything? Ooh, I would I would have to go with ornaments. You, you really got to think about um, you know who's making them in the end, and who are we putting through the ringer to to bring these things to life? Mm. And you know we can't put too much stress or strain on 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 too many individuals um, out there. So I think we need to go back to um, you know throwing socks or just everyday household items that have uh. already been made that we don't need to keep churning these things out and. Um, yeah, that's a that's really fair. weak one. I'm sorry. No, 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 that's good. <laughs> Reparations for those who create ornaments. Uh, I'm all for exploiting it. Exploiting elf labor. Yeah, you are exploiting exactly. elf labor. Uh, which, Not allowing them to unionize. What's wow. their minimum wage? I mean, come what? on. That is hilarious. I, I've, I've, you know, I've yet to hear that criticism of Santa, so I think we're ahead of them on that. But yeah, they, the elves do need to unionize. Oof. This is slave labor. <laughs> Next, mistletoe. Mistletoe under the mistletoe. I really have to think about this. Uh, oh, I, I don't. You don't. It's yeah. It's a it's a license for sexual assault. Okay, Ooh. you put that up in a party, and you're just basically inviting yeah. non-consensual, unwanted Damn. advances. From Get out of jail man. free card, huh? Man, Taylor, that was mm -hmm. really good. That was a really, really hey. good. I don't even know that I can think of another one. On top <laughs> of that, wow. Oof. You know what? I don't think I have. Someone said it's grooming. Mistletoe's <laughs> <laughs> groomers. <laughs> um. Oh my it's gosh. Grooming. I was gonna think. I don't oh, know. Oh, that's good. What Jade says uh, you have to kiss under it, and kissing is offensive to asexual people. Uh, wow, you guys are killing us on this. I'm actually, I don't have anything. I was gonna say something about like straight people in mistletoes, but I guess you don't have to be straight to kiss under the mistletoe. Mm -mm. So I've got nothing. You have anything, Scott? Uh, I'd have to say we might have to consider changing the name of this uh this piece of branch or whatever it's called mm -hmm. this brush mm -hmm. um because not everybody has toes out there wow. so um wow. <laughs> not everybody have to it might it might bring about some PTSD. missile nubs, mm -hmm. missile <laughs> nubs. <laughs> oh missile my stumps. gosh 
Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Somebody, Ashlyn said the mistletoe didn't agree to be hung up there. So uh, it's a lack mm. of consent on their part. Uh, this next one, candy canes. Candy canes. Um, mm. You know, oh, okay. It's appropriating the culture of color, right? Because you know, when you got, when you, when you suck on a candy cane, <laughs> so often, you know, it's presented to you as this red and white thing. And then you, you, you lick it for long enough and it's just a white cane. It's really a trick. They're using a colored veneer, you know, if you will, using colored culture to trick you into buying something that's actually white, much like what a lot of white people do today in the stealing of black culture, you know, appropriating. Uh, they're stealing you. Like what Elvis did to black people's music. He stole it and tricked you into buying something white. <laughs> what a stretch. <laughs> well done. What a stretch. Uh, Taylor, Scott. Taylor's gearing you have up anything? here. I know he's got something in his pocket. Um, well, the use of candy canes is, is highly uh, offensive and demeaning to those who actually have to use canes. You know, these people rely on these to oh. be able to walk and transport <laughs> themselves around. And we're just reducing them to a caricature of a, a candy for the holidays. I yeah. mean, how insensitive can you be? Holy <laughs> wow. That is really good. Yeah. You know, and I I'd, I'd, I'd take this one step further. It's, um, you know, the candy cane is actually emblematic of the the old shepherd's staff, so mm. they could grab the neck of the sheep to that were led astray, so they could bring them back into the flock. And I think you know, PETA should be all over this right now because this is uh, this is just <laughs> triggering for all sheep out there. PETA, where are you at? Where are you at? <laughs> triggering for all the sheep. That's Lastly, on my on my uh, on my slideshow, snowmen. This one's. How dare it be a snowman? How ah oh, snow person, uh -huh. snow people? I would say yeah. This oh, just reinforces white and male as the ideal, <laughs> and that is just the antithesis of what we're trying to do here. I was gonna say, how dare you even insinuate that there would be snow in a climate crisis? So the fact that you would even have the have the audacity to to insinuate that we would have enough snow to create something like a snow person is just so misguided and ignorant to the state of the world which is ending in 12 years so yeah i, I find if we it don't cut carbon commissions immediately uh all snowmen will lose two inches of their circumference in the next five years <laughs> oh, that's good i find it absolutely horrific that we take the time to dress snowmen as opposed to all the children out there in the world that deserve oh the clothing not yep. this rolled up ball of snow yep. um plus we're we're giving it food sticking carrots in its face this um come true. on other wow. rabbits and other people can eat that not wow not the snowmen rabbits and other people <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, guys, you guys submit more of your of your suggestions in the comments down below, and we're going to try to make it offensive. We are going to try to wokeify uh, whatever your, your Christmas suggestions are. Somebody said a Christmas tree, which this is easy. How dare you, in the time of a climate crisis and just ecological upheaval, 
how dare you cut down a Christmas tree and put it in your household for just the, the pine to just fall right off of it. It's just a disgusting, devastating example of what is mass deforestation. So F you guys, basically what I'm saying. If you have a Christmas tree, sorry. You guys have anything else? It's tree murder. It's tree That's murder. It is. It's tree slaughter. Mm. Taylor. Yeah. Do you have any? I can't. I can't top that one. <laughs> I think that, was, that was the easy one. That so. one was the easy one. Oh, yeah. That one was the easy one. Uh, let's see. What else have we got? Stockings. Ashlyn, Ashlyn says Santa hat. Oh, a Santa hat. Oh goodness. Mm. A Santa hat. How is this offensive? I gotta say, that's a rough one. <laughs> I gotta say, that's a rough one. I might be blanking. I might have nothing for the old Santa hat. Yeah, help us out in the chat. What do you guys got on the Santa hat? Yeah, we'll keep up with you guys. Yeah, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take a swing and stab at this one. Both. Okay. Um, okay. So the Santa hat, you know how it it falls off to the side, very similar to if you've ever seen uh, the <laughs> renditions of a Christmas Carol and Scrooge mm -hmm. wearing the nightcap, and you know, mm -hmm. really only um, those who were well endowed uh, financially, had uh, the means to buy nightcaps. And the wow. fact that Santa is um, privileged enough to wear a hat to warm his head is enough to scream wow. at the heavens about. It's really a class struggle if you think about it. It's mm -hmm. really, it's That's really very a class. True. Where's marks when you need them? I saw somebody in the <laughs> chat just put KKK hood. <laughs> that is horrible. Yeah. That is horrible. Well, I also, I also saw uh, they they invoke the the MAGA hat, and oh, as we all know, the the worst day in history, January sixth, a, a deranged crowd just terrorized and tried to overthrow the country dressed in MAGA hats. And why would you wow. ever platform uh, a hat like that? Oh my Even gosh. invoke those memories. It's just so traumatizing. AOC is hiding under a table yeah, right dude, now, just thinking about Jesse it. Jesse <laughs> Smollett's crying. Jesse Smollett has a single tear running down his face with that. And so close to January 6th, too. Uh, but, a, but a mere 11 or 12 days away from January 6th itself, it's really, really triggering. Uh, that's actually so good. Whoever whoever said that. Never forget. Never forget. Never forget. <laughs> um, what else do we have? I think we have one more. Somebody said stockings. How do we make stockings offensive? Ooh. Well, as we all know, uh, the number one most donated item or requested item by homeless people is uh, socks. Oh, wow. And, as we all uh, know, yeah. You. <laughs> well, if you live in LA a few years, you'll you'll learn that. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so it's just highly offensive to like parade around your stockings when there are plenty of our homeless brothers and sisters that uh, are, would would kill to have an extra pair of socks. Not not wow. literally kill, hopefully, but uh, wow. that that would want a pair of socks. And you're just parading around in your nice cozy winter socks is very offensive. It's very very offensive. I have nothing again. Wow, I'm really slacking this time. I used to be so good at this game. <laughs> Stockings. Stockings. Uh, <laughs> that was guys, a really good don't one, have Taylor. Anything. Somebody said it's ableist uh. to people who have no legs. Taylor, that was very good. That was very good. Well, mm. uh, they could, uh, depends on where the leg ends. That's true. <laughs> it does depend on where the leg ends. It does. It does and does indeed. Guys, I think that's all, all I have. 
for for this uh, this segment of uh, I, I'm dreaming of a woke Christmas. Let me know if you have any other things that you can make offensive in the comments down below. Taylor's keeping an eye on it. We are going to do super chats and not super chats from today, although we are going to get to that later. Super chats from last week on Friday because I forgot you guys and I left you guys hanging and I apologize. But let's do those real quickly. Super chat number one is from Sup My Dude. He says, how incredibly patriarchal is it that the channel is called Jubilee? They need to be more gender inclusive and call it Jubileesa. Interesting. I guess we're saying that Lee is a male name because we were reacting to the Jubilee video. Uh, I was going to say, as far as Jubilee and making that offensive, it's a direct call over to the monarchy in the UK, which is inherently, uh, you know, imperialist and colonialist. So uh, they should change their name from Jubilee to something else. Sup, my dude. Thank you for your super chat. Text Fraud says, honestly, you being there was such a breath of fresh air. Thank you. And for those of you who haven't seen my Jubilee Middle Ground episode, we reacted to it last week on Friday. It was me uh, representing conservative women with two other conservative women and talking to three trans women about the different gender debates that we're having today no message but dharma initiative gave a super chat thank you so much and o'reilly gave a super chat thank you so much and kingdom reacts thank you for your super chat says love your content much love appreciate every single one of you and thank you for those super chats on friday that i didn't get to uh now we have today's super chats which i believe taylor has yeah uh we had noah lane Gave a super chat, says, first super chat ever. I love this channel, listen all the time, uh, but sometimes I can't hear with my volume on, Max. Can y'all boost the volume? Do you guys have problems hearing us? Do we need to raise the volume? Is Scott not doing his job now oh, that I've These things are across maxed the out. <laughs> these are maxed out. Does Scott need to be fired? Let yeah. us know in the comments down below. We will. Please, no. Scott's Christmas present uh, is him being fired. Um, okay, what do we have next? Okay. Uh, Jackie Hernandez also gave a super chat. I just sent a bunch of heart emojis. So thank oh, you, Jackie. Thank you. Math underscore you says nice headphones. So thank you. I, I'm assuming she's talking about you, Amala, because you try. have the coolest headphones. We try, we try. Uh, yeah. Gina Leone says, oh no, my Christmas tree is full of white crochet angels. What am I going to tell my poor mother who handmade them? Um, We're going to tell her to stop being a racist. (laughs) (laughs) You're also going to tell her you're burning them in the fireplace this year, and she's going to help you do it as a matter of unlearning and relearning her uh, her racism. It's exactly exactly what she's going to (laughs) do. Exactly. And last but not least, we have Monica Leah saying, real Christmas tree is organic and can be burned after use, but plastic is not organic and doesn't have biological way to to exterminate it. So, oh, what am I going to tell my grandmother? Go. She uses a plastic Christmas tree, although she has used the same fake Christmas tree for like the past three decades. So mm. who's really being more sustainable here? You know, think of all the trees she's saved over the last 30 years. Exactly. So who's to say, you know, I think we all make our own personal judgments on that one. <laughs> Just a matter to not offend my grandmother. Okay. 
Uh, guys, thank you so much for watching. Drop down below in the comments after we finish today's show. What's a staple in your Christmas and how can you make that offensive? Drop it in the comments. We will uh, read through them. I love to see what you guys have to say. And many of you have far better jokes than we have to give on the show. And I hope you guys have a fantastic rest of your Monday. Please like, subscribe, click the notification bell to be notified every single time we go live. That's Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And we post content every single day. So that you are never bored. Thank you so much for watching. Leave that comment down below. Click the notification bell to be notified. Pretty, pretty please, because I noticed a lot of you don't have that notification bell on. But make that my Christmas gift. Also, if you'd like to donate to PragerU, we are triple matching up until Christmas Day. That means whatever you give will be triple match. 10 is 30, 20 is 60, 30 is 90. Uh, and that triple match you can engage in until Christmas Day by going to donate.prageru.com. Thank you so much for watching. Happy holidays, everybody. Bye-bye.